Welcome back to the Music Health Awareness Podcast. My name is Nick, and this week we're going to be talking about Christmas music. I know it's not Christmas quite yet, but we're starting to see the music. Radio stations are switching over. Stores are playing it. Malls have Santas. It's time to talk about Christmas music. I'll be telling you about uh, Christmas songs. I like a couple stories from childhood Nick's Christmas experience, as well as some other uh, stuff about Christmas music. So let's dive in. Make sure if you like today's episode, you subscribe, you get notifications of every uh, week we post a new episode, every Sunday a new episode. And make sure you also follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore Orby and on Instagram at radio underscore Nick. Let's go. So I'm sure, actually, I'm not even sure. I know this is not a unique thought, but I am what you might call a uh, fan of the classic, the Christmas classics. Um, One of the songs that I remember hearing a lot that I still really like, uh, and I'm not even sure where it's from. Uh, Maybe my parents played it. Maybe I heard it on the radio. Maybe I heard it in a shopping mall, maybe a combination of the three. Um, but the Elvis version of Blue Christmas, and I know that song's been done time and time again, but there's something about the Elvis version, um, which, uh, looking up here, looks like it's from 1957. So that track is over 60 years old at this point. And uh, there's just something about that version of that song that's really, uh, I don't know, I just really enjoy. I'm not a big Elvis fan. I'm not really into his voice usually like you know you know his very down here kind of voice but I really I really like that song for some reason um of course I am a big um Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas is you um a little more current on that one but I I enjoy I enjoy that one and I know many do, um, having worked in retail for a number of years, I hear that song or I heard that song constantly every holiday I worked in retail. And I know some, uh, some of my friends and former coworkers, uh, would yell at me for saying that I like that song. Cause you just, you hear it constantly throughout the holidays, but I do, I, I like that song. Um, there was a version that was recorded, Oh, maybe about 10 years ago, a little less, uh, when Justin Bieber was like really huge. Um, there was a version of that song with Mariah Carey featuring Justin Bieber. Um, not to hate on Biebs because like he's not the worst thing in the world in all honesty, but that song, I, I would skip it if you haven't heard it. It's, uh, you know, it, you might listen to it cause it's, you know, like interesting that they did that remix so long after the original was recorded, but it's just, it's strange to me. Um, I think it was for his Christmas album because he did a Christmas album however many years ago. It's still just strange though. I'm going to take you back here. I'm kind of just rambling on about Christmas songs uh, I like. And if that's all I was doing, I could, I could just, I could write a tweet. I don't need a podcast to do that. Um, I could make a playlist on like Spotify or something, but anyway, so the first memory that I have of like a solid memory, and I'm sure 
my mom listens to the podcast. She's going to listen to this and say, we played other songs before that. And, but this is what I remember. So mom, I'm not saying this is the only thing we played or the, the first thing that you, the first Christmas song, you know, whatever, but this is the song I really remember. Um, so Carol of the Bells, which if you don't know, is like a classic I'm pretty sure classic Cole Christmas song. Um, but the version by David Foster, if you haven't heard it, I recommend checking it out. It's an interesting uh, kind of take on it. Being that this is a podcast, I can't play it for you. Um, but I found it on Apple Music. I'm sure it's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. Um, just look up Carol of the Bells, David Foster, and you'll find it. Um, it's a shorter version. That song can be pretty long. Um, but his version, I think is like two and a half minutes, but anyway, um, the, I like the song itself. I still to this day, like it, I'm 25 years old. And I remember being extremely young. I couldn't have been older than six, um, remembering this. So that's, you know, almost, well, probably more than 20 years ago, um, but that song, uh, just the way he arranged it is really interesting. Um, so it's orchestral. It has uh, piano solos. I don't know a lot about David Foster. That's the only song by him that I know. So if there are any David Foster fans out there, I apologize for my ignorance. But that's the only song I know. Um, but it's orchestral. It has a lot of crescendo. It has a lot of... Uh, you know, changes in musical style, which is really interesting for such a short song. Cause a lot of times when you see that kind of thing, it's in a longer song, um, you know, uh, scenes from an Italian restaurant by Billy Joel, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, that kind of thing. So it's, you know, a much longer song. So it's interesting to me that that happens in such a short amount of time. Um, again, you just, you have to listen to it to really understand what I'm talking about. But, um, I remember from a young age, um, in the house, let's see, the first house that my parents owned was in a little town in North Jersey called Long Valley. And I remember uh, around Christmas time, my parents had a CD. That's for, for those of you who don't know, a CD, it's a round little disc with a shiny surface on the bottom. You put it in a CD player and hit play and it had like it was an album it had like eight to 20 songs on it it was crazy but they had a david foster christmas album again not familiar with david foster i'm sure somebody's gonna say well david foster da, da, da. tell me about david foster i'm happy to learn anyway um but that cd got put in our six cd changer because you know that was uh you know a thing of the 90s and early thousands was the six cd changers that got stuck somehow ours never got stuck but anyway um that song got put in there and i would always 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 want to put it on and have my dad uh dance like a lunatic with me around the living room to that song and i remember doing it for a number of years and i'm sure eventually my dad uh grew tired of it actually i know eventually he grew tired of it because uh i mean we don't do it anymore one but um, I definitely remember a point where I asked him to do it and he didn't. And, you know, this is fuzzy because I was young. Um, and 
you know, eventually he started, you know, saying no, or that's a lot, or, you know, you're getting too big. Uh, cause one of the things he would do is he would pick me up and, you know, throw me around and swing me. And, uh, you know, you get to be 10, 11, 12, 13. Um, I don't think I was doing it at 13, but you get to be a certain age and you get a little too big for, for all that. Um, you know, without coming down too hard <laughs> and hurting yourself. Cause, uh, you know, he can't catch you. But anyway, um, that was one of the, uh, actually probably the earliest memory I have of a specific Christmas song. And that's really stuck with me throughout the years. And I still, if I hear that version of the song, I actually, when I found it on Apple music today, just saved it. Um, and <laughs> so I can listen to it like on the way to work because you know, I'm, I'm like that, I guess. Um, but whenever I hear that version of the song, it reminds me of, uh, you know, like that time and, um, you know, a, a simpler time as a child when, you know, there weren't bills for me to worry about or work for me to go to, or even, even at one point, you know, no school to go to, which is a wild thought that at one point in your life, you didn't have to go to school or work. Um, but yeah, that song um, really uh, resonates with me. Um, and then my parents were also, again, kind of back to what we talked about on the first episode. I think a lot of your musical tastes kind of uh, are inspired by what your parents listen to and what you grow up listening to, um, which, uh, you know, kind of, it makes sense and it doesn't because a lot of the songs that I listen to, I know my parents like aren't into or, but it definitely, I think, um, your like baseline of what is good music is kind of shaped by your parents. Um, and I'm sure, and that's something we'll explore in a future episode is, uh, you know, like your parents and you and music and all that stuff. Um, which we kind of, again, we kind of went into on the first episode, but that was, um, that was kind of just like growing up. But anyway, we'll get into that on a future episode. I have it on my, uh, on my whiteboard here in my studio to, um, you know, for future, I have a little section for future ideas and that's something we'll talk about. Um, but they were big into the classic Christmas music. Um, uh, you know, Bing Crosby again, that, that Elvis song I'm sure was something I heard from them. Um, you know, uh, Carol of the Bells, David Foster, Carol of the Bells is a, a classic Christmas song. Um, so a lot of, uh, you know, my experiences with Christmas music were those classic Christmas songs. And not to say that some of the more modern Christmas songs or re-releases of Christmas songs aren't for me. Um, I really, actually I bought, uh, for the first time in a number of years, a CD um, I think this was back in 20, oh, 2014. When did Frozen come out? 2012, 2013, something like that. Um, but Adina Menzel um, actually released a Christmas album, I think the year after Frozen came out. Um, but I actually paid money for a physical CD um, <laughs> that was Adina Menzel's Christmas album. And I still have it around here somewhere. I'm, uh, now that it's Christmas time again, I should break it out and, uh, see if my car still has a CD slot, but, um, you know, so I, I'll listen to some, some, uh, more modern re-recordings or, uh, you know, originals, but, um, those, those classic Christmas hits are really, um, you know, what's there for me. Um, 
the uh the other thing uh the other like kind of uh, i don't want to say genre of christmas music because christmas music is basically a genre um but the the other i guess collection of christmas music um that i remember is from the um those like felt animation christmas movies like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and uh um santa claus is coming to town um with burl ives was the snowman and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer um but like burl ives silver and gold was in that movie and like that song i really like so um you know again something i watched as a kid and i i i still if i find it on tv or i hear that it's going to be on I, I'll watch that version of Rudolph and Silver and Gold will come on and I'll, you know, I'll hum along or sing along. And, um, you know, again, something from your childhood that just sticks with you. And I, music, I feel like is one of those things that, uh, you know, like you, you can go back and watch like a TV show or a movie that you really liked as a kid. Um, one of my friends and I, uh, Disney plus came out, uh, this week, um, uh, I'm recording this on a Wednesday, but uh, on November 12th, Disney Plus launched and they have, you know, every Disney movie or, you know, property or thing they bought ever created on this platform. And that includes Disney Channel original movies. And a friend and I were talking about how the like those movies were like the bomb.com. They were, you know. Um, I think, what did she, oh, she said, she said, those are my and, um, they, uh, you know, but they did not age well. And I don't even think it's that they didn't age well. I think they were just bad. Some of them were just bad movies, but as a kid, we didn't like process that. Um, but anyway, where I was going with all this is that that doesn't really happen with music. Like, yeah, if you like, like kids, Bob, maybe, but you know, all these Christmas songs or the songs I talked about in our first episode when I, you know, went through some childhood, uh, interesting childhood stuff, um, really do like they age, they, they stick with you and you can hear them again and they bring you back to that point in your childhood. And they still like are usually objectively good songs. Um, you know, now you get into your teenage years, you know, um, I will say some of Justin Bieber's hits at the time probably aren't it. I like, you know, I'm sorry, don't, don't fight me on Twitter or something for saying that. But, uh, I, I promise you, if you were a big believer back in like 2009, 2010, go back and listen to his first album and tell me that it is objectively good music and you'll agree with me. But anyway, generally music that you grow up with or that you know your your parents introduced you to was objectively good music and that's something that um you know remains true for me i haven't had a lot of experiences where um you know i rediscover a song and i'm like oh my gosh i loved this song as a kid and i listen to it and i'm like oh gosh that no that was a bad song i can't believe I liked that. That was terrible. Um, but it, it, you know, those songs stick with you and continue to, uh, you know, be something you can go back to and listen to. And that's 
you know, a lot of Christmas songs um, that I remember, you know, actually every Christmas song that I listen to that isn't like, uh, you know, oh boy, like kind of, <laughs> kind of thing um, is, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy. Um, moving into a little more modern, um, back up until... I mean, I guess up until Apple Music came out in what, like 2014, 2015, um, iTunes did um, free singles of the week for a while. So, uh, which was like blasphemous. You would go on Apple Music and there would be a song that was $0. And usually it was an up and coming artist or it was, you know, like a special deal, you know, like a, a single off of a big artist, like really anticipated new song. But usually it was something a little, un, uh, you know, unheard of. But then when you got into the Christmas season, for a couple of years, they did the holiday single of the week. And um, again, most of them, it was like, uh, you know, whatever, you know, that's great. I like, I don't know who this person is. But one year, uh, let me pull it up here. It was 2013. Um, one of the holiday singles of the week was a song by Christina Perry. Um, who's known for Jar of Hearts, which uh, was a really popular song, I think, that came out um, maybe two years prior, three years prior, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. Um, but that was a really popular song, and I really liked that song. But she had a song, uh, uh, again, Christina Perry, uh, called Something About December, which is a little more modern song, you know, 2013. Um, I'm not familiar if they're with an older version, uh, that this is a remake of if, if there is one. Um, but you know, that's a, that's an, a good example of a more modern, um, song that I, you know, Christmas song that I enjoy. So I, uh, I'm not stuck in the only classical music for Nick or well, classic hits anyway for Nick. Um, but you know, it's definitely something, um, that I, you know, that I'll happily, uh, I'll, you know, I'll check them out when new songs come out or if I'm listening to the radio, you know, the stations that play Christmas songs, I'm not going to turn it off. Uh, you know, I'll give them a listen and you know, there's a couple I like, um, the, um, that Adina Menzel album I was talking about earlier is called Holiday Wishes. That actually came out in 2014. Um, but most of them are re-releases or, or remakes, rather, of popular classic Christmas songs. So, you know, Have Yourself a Merry, Merry Little Christmas. Do You Hear What I Hear? All I Want for Christmas is You. Um, when You Wish Upon a Star, which I, I don't think it's a Christmas song. Adina Menzel, I think that's just a Disney song, but I mean, if it's a Christmas song, so be it. But I'm I'm pretty sure that just came from a Disney movie back in the day. Um, but then Baby It's Cold Outside was actually a duet she did with Michael Buble, and I remember really, really, really liking that one. And now looking at it on Apple Music, it looks like that's the most popular track on the album. Um, but I'm looking on here now, and it looks like Adina Menzel actually released another um, holiday album this year so in 2019 um so i'll have to give this a listen because again i you know i like adina menzel and i you know i'm open to some new christmas so i'll have to i'll have to remember this i'll write it down here and check this out after we're done recording um but she has you know sleigh ride the most wonderful time of the year 
Um, oh, what's this? Oh, oh, Holy Night. What's this, though? So, Adina Menzel featuring Ariana Grande, A Hand for Mrs. Claus. I'll have to check that out. That's pretty interesting. Um, but she has, you know, a good number of classic Christmas songs and a couple ones I haven't heard of. And again, I don't know if they are new or if they're just, you know, classic holiday songs that I'm not aware of. Um, but I'll definitely, I'll have to check that out. Again, that's called Christmas, A Season of Love by Adina Menzel. Um, and there's a song on here with Ariana Grande. So that's really actually pretty interesting that Ariana Grande did a song with her. Um, but yeah, so I'll have to remember that. Uh, Adina Menzel, Frozen, uh, original cast of Wicked, um, Glee. So, uh, Rent, the, uh, I think she was the original cast of Rent. Um, but yeah, so if you don't know who she is, there you go. She was, um, Elsa in Wicked. I can't believe I had to think about that. Not Wicked. Oh my. Elsa, (laughs) Elsa in Frozen. She was Elphaba in Wicked. I, you get so many thoughts in there and they just all go together. Um, but she, I guess she's kind of becoming where I go for new Christmas music. Um, but of course, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you for, uh, is the, my go-to quote unquote modern Christmas song. And I realize it's not even that modern. Um, like, let me, let me look here. It's probably, yeah, it's not modern. It's as old as I am. It's from 1994. It's 25 years ago. Um, which I mean, I guess for me is modern cause it's as old as I am. Um, and not older than I am. Like, you know, I was listing off the Burl Ives and the Bing Crosby's and, um, actually that David Foster song is only a year older than I am. So that's not even that old. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, it's just really interesting. Um, and I've been rambling on for about 20 minutes now about Christmas music. Um, so why don't you let me know, um, you know, what some of your favorite Christmas songs are. Um, I'm sure I'll get a lot of those classics and a lot of all I want for Christmas is you. Um, but I'm really curious, is there something I didn't talk about today that you're interested in or that you like as far as holiday music goes? It doesn't even have to be Christmas music as long as it's the general holiday, you know, December, you know, November holiday. Also, is there a Thanksgiving, like good Thanksgiving music? I like, I feel like it's the one holiday that doesn't have music. Um, and so I'm not going to make a whole episode on that, but if there is some Thanksgiving music, send it to me. I am genuinely interested. Um, but tweet at me at Nick underscore Orby on Twitter and let me know what Christmas songs uh, you really enjoy. And, you know, maybe we'll get into a little Twitter discussion about it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Music Health Awareness Podcast. Uh, This week, to recap, we talked about Christmas music and uh, some of the Christmas music I remember from my my childhood and growing up and uh, some of the stuff I'm into today. If you want to follow me on social media, you can do so on Instagram at Radio underscore Nick and on Twitter at Nick underscore Orby. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you get notifications every time we put up a new podcast. Podcast. New episodes every Saturday, or I'm sorry, mm, 
New episodes every Sunday at 8 a.m. Central Time. And again, if you're subscribed, you'll get those notifications that new episodes are up. Um, And I do want to let everyone know um, the last week or two, that length is a little abnormal. Um, But because uh, Nick and I talked for so long, I wanted to make the episodes a little longer so I didn't have just a straight month of of Nick and I talking about sad music. The typical podcast episode will be about a half an hour. A couple episodes might be a little short or a little long, but the typical episode will be about half an hour. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time blabbing on about, you know, whatever I'm blabbing on about. Um, But again, make sure you subscribe. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to subscribe and rate and you know and let some friends know if you have some friends that think would be interested definitely let them know and uh thanks for listening and we'll see you next week